Welcome to the Live Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Today marks a year since I delivered my TEDx talk, and I thought it would be timely to share with you in this episode an interview that was recorded earlier this year. And it's an interview hosted by the lovely Cheryl Chapman. Cheryl is an award-winning speaker and speaker mentor. And in fact, it was Cheryl who created this platform the TEDx Amy Top Women event for many speakers to go ahead and share their message with the world. And this interview is Cheryl talking to me about my journey to becoming a TEDx speaker. And the reason that I'm sharing it here, one of the reasons is to show you that no matter how far we come on our journey, no matter how confident we are no matter our accomplishments, our achievements, and also the recognition from others. There are occasions when we will still have some amount of self-doubt. And once you head over and listen to this interview, you'll realize that actually, I could be sitting here right now saying to you, I was given an opportunity to become a TEDx speaker and I didn't take it. And I regret it. Obviously, I went ahead and I did it. However, at one point, I did make a decision that I didn't want to do it. So head on over and hear what I have to say about my journey to becoming a TEDx speaker. I'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to another interview in the TEDx Amy Top for Women journey to TED. Uh, today I'm joined by a very beautiful soul, an amazing and incredible uh, business coach as well. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself. So who are you and what do you do? Hi Cheryl, thank you for having me today. It's great to speak to you. My name is Leela Singh. I am a personal brand consultant, leadership coach and corporate trainer. And how did you find about TEDx? How did you find out about TEDx Only Women? Because obviously we're talking about the journey. So at the beginning of the journey, how did you find out about the opportunity to possibly speak at the event? Yeah, so I'm uh, like yourself, part of the Professional Speakers Academy, and as such, um, I had seen a post that you uh, placed in Facebook in the group Facebook um, about the event that you were looking to run. Um, I'm not sure if at the time you were you fully decided about running it. I just remember you putting the idea out there and you asked for ideas about if you were to do a TEDx talk, what would you speak about? So I had initially responded to that. That's how I found out about it. Uh, and how did you find out about the topic then? Because obviously I wanted to know what you wanted to speak about because, um, you know, I kind of anticipate that there'd be quite a lot of interest in this, particularly in that space, as well as um, the space within the Find Your Why Foundation that I run. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to have like, you know, 200 people all wanting to speak about motivation or something. Mm -hmm. How did you decide on your topic? I decided on it because um, partly I had 
wanted I'd always had it on my kind of my radar my vision board that I would like to do a TEDx talk one day um and therefore as part of that why would I want to do it it would be to provide me greater credibility in what I do in my business um so that I took a step back and thought well what's the bigger message that I'm really giving it's about being visible and being more impactful um and then I looked at well what's my story behind that um which is about me starting out in my career being invisible being very quiet etc um and thinking about that my story would support the, the sort of the rationale for me wanting to do a telex talk yeah yeah that makes sense and so um so there you are you put forward this is what you want to talk about and then i've sent the next stage which is so please send a video of yourself uh, now what if if at all i mean there may be there may not have been but what if there was at all any inner battles that you had at that stage what what happened to you when you when you saw the request for the video um initially i was like oh my god i got through to the next stage and i need to do the video and i thought okay that's fine um i'm not overly technical um, but i know how to record the video my issue was how to get the video to you but i figured i could ask somebody so that was okay um, but what I found myself doing was procrastinating over it um, because I, I can't remember specifically, but I think I wasn't, I felt I needed to sit down and really craft out this, this um, talk and then deliver it to camera. And I wasn't getting the time. Now I know that when you're not getting the time, it's because you're distracting, you're procrastinating, you're avoiding something. And I think that's what I was doing. Um, <clears throat> and actually what happened was, um, I, I think the deadline was on the Sunday and it was now Saturday morning and I had popped in to one of the hotels down at Heathrow because a couple of my friends were there at an event. Um, so I popped in to just have breakfast with them because I dropped somebody off at the airport really early in the morning. And then um, one of them said to me, um, so what are you doing for the rest of the day? And I was like, oh, you know, I've got to do this video for Cheryl, but you know, just haven't got time to get it all done today. She, she needs it for tomorrow. You know what? I'm not going to bother. And to which the pair of them looked at me and said, well, we've got a stage downstairs. The room's empty. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and there's a tripod and a camera. Let's go do it. Yeah. Um, I then went into panic mode because I had no idea what I was going to say. Okay. Um, and basically got up on stage, um, they filmed it and I just started rambling on around the topic, but it wasn't particularly structured at all. I think it, it gave the content of what I wanted to speak about, but without any particular structure. Yeah, great. I remember getting that video and I think it also came with an accompanied uh, 34 paragraphs of, it's not this, it's not, we're not talking about it, that's exaggerating. It's just a first attempt, it's not really, you know, it's not at all. And I was just like, let me just watch the video. Um, <laughs> Because at that stage, of course, the reason for asking for the videos was because I could see, you know, I, I, I've been coaching uh, you know, speaker clients, as you know, for, for a long mm. time and, and coaching speaker coaches like yourself. Do you know what I mean? mm. So um, I can generally see the diamond in the rough, if that makes sense. So it was like, what's the topic about how, you know, how are you? You know, do you look like you might, you know, have a meltdown on stage? And, you know, you didn't, you know, you were holding your own. And, and it's interesting, all the things that you put underneath about what I should maybe look out for. I couldn't see them or if I did it's only because you put them in my mind anyway um so okay so then I've come back to you and I've said okay you know need to make it even better by doing x y and z 
uh, you've then sent me another submission in um i don't know if we had another conversation at that maybe we did i think maybe over whatsapp etc and so now you've been told that you are going to be speaking on the tedx stage uh, what was that like for you when you found that out um again the first initial thought was oh my god wow i've gotten through it really excited um and then i went into the kind of oh shit moment of am i going to be able to do this have i got enough time to prepare properly um what if it goes wrong so the what ifs yeah. um, you know what if i mess up on stage um and i think the bigger picture for me was actually for me tedx is about a video that's gonna assuming it, it gets approved it's gonna be out there for people to see um and it was for me it was actually my past colleagues and thinking oh my god they know i've left i chose to leave my career and go off and do whatever i'm doing now so this video has really got to solidify that it's it's got to be perfect so to speak yeah. um and i think that it was the fear of judgment ultimately uh, of that video going up which yeah. then led me to question myself on it again um and then i i think i emailed you and said thank you for the opportunity cheryl uh, but i think i'll let it go this time <laughs> i'll pass this one up i'll do it next time um yeah <laughs> i reply was <laughs> can't remember the exact wordings, but I, d I don't think it was over my dead body. I think I just said, that's a shame because I don't know, even know if I'm going to do another one of these. Mm. So this is the one opportunity. And I really wanted you to bring a bit of balance to, to the, you know, because I'd, I'd already decided that there were certain, you know, types of speakers. So there would be some sort of personal type of speakers talking about personal, um, you know, issues. You was talking about personal issue, but in a kind of a corporate way, and it was bringing the branding in, uh, you know, and I really wanted the audience because I think at that stage, um, I was only looking for 12 speakers and so I was looking for people to you know talk about corporate and you know personal issues and have a bit of humor and have some music and you know mm -hmm. and I was kind of like oh well now my jigsaw is missing a corner <laughs> how does that work so I don't remember exactly what I said um but I think the bit in brackets the bit in brackets that I remember you putting in the email was um something like um you might just be making excuses or finding excuses mm. not to do it um, but you also said that I need to put myself out there and um, and do it. So yeah. Well, particularly because your topic was about being seen. I mean, there was a bit of me that was laughing. I was like, like really, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so it was like, no, you know, this is really you. Because you know, we talk about this, don't we? When when we're coaching, you know, you you can sometimes talk about things that are in, are in your radar at the moment, and and there's no better way than actually doing what you're preaching to help you as well as help other people. So I think what's yeah. really great. Uh, Leela is the fact that you know you were talking about something that you genuinely had you know had a problem with you know early on in your career and you that made the decision to then step out of that you know to be seen and now mm. TEDx was going to be another great way for you to be able to be seen so mm. you could help all those people who needed to have your help like you were kind of self-coaching if you like on, on that mm. particular event so that was really really cool yeah um, a, couple so, of, a couple of things that was actually um part of it was because you you reassured me as well that you would coach me through it um and that was probably one of the biggest 
points for me thinking, okay, I'll do this because I thought if nothing else, I'll get coaching from you. Because <laughs> 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 obviously I've seen how amazing you are on stage. I've seen the people that you've coached and the results that they get when they get up on stage. And it's absolutely incredible. Um, so for me, a big part of it was, yeah, I'll get coaching from Cheryl. If, if, if nothing else, <laughs> it all turns to crap afterwards. Um, was a big part of it. And also I think it was a case of, okay, let go for people. People will always judge. People always have something to say, but at least I'll be able to say I've done this, um, whatever the end result. So, yeah. Well, thank you for your comments. And, and for me, it's a case of like, nobody was going to not go into Ted with a great presentation, um, you know, for, mm. for your reputation, for my reputation. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> Ted, you know, let's be honest, Ted are, are quite, um, what should we say, precise in what they want. Uh, Indeed. You know, definitely, there were definitely a few more rules than I anticipated right at the beginning, but definite learning curve for all of us. Um, mm. So now, now here we are, we're on the day of TED. Mm -hmm. You've arrived, I think maybe probably the night before because you came, uh, came up, didn't you, from London. And so you've arrived at the venue. Um, you know, just want you to talk me through, you know, what were you feeling like before your talk, during your talk, and then at the end of doing your talk? How did you feel? Um... I have to say, I felt so underprepared that day. And I'm used to speaking now professionally, you know, I, I go and speak at events and at companies and so forth. Um, and I've learned to not have that huge amount of, uh, of, of nervousness and anxiety before. And I have a little bit of butterflies, but that's it. But I'm, I'm not focused on worrying about, oh my God. Whereas with this, I really felt like I was in a bad space. Um, I'd had so much going on the previous few weeks that I just felt I hadn't really committed sufficient time to preparing. Um, I also realised on reflection that that's about being perfect and you, you're never going to be perfect. And what is that? What does that look like? Um, but yeah, on the day, I, I didn't feel in, in a comfortable space. And when the event actually started and the first few speakers were up there, I was just sitting there thinking, oh my God, I have to do right by Cheryl. I have to do, that's all I was thinking. I have to do right by Cheryl. I'm representing Cheryl. I have to do good. Um, and everyone was so eloquent. They delivered beautifully, like the, the response in the room and the, in the audience in, in the room for, for everybody, in fact, was just incredible. They're really, really supportive. Um, and... I just continued um, stressing about it pretty much up until a minute before I walked up on stage, um, which I, like I said, is not how I am anymore. So it almost took me back to how I used to be when I had to get up and speak at work and, and do presentations at work. So yeah. So then you've done your presentation, you've been told, you've been told to stand on the red dot, otherwise mm. you're not on camera. <laughs> You yeah the lights are in your eyes you can't see anything <laughs> and you're presenting your presentation um how did you feel while you were doing it if you had to describe it it was genuinely like an out-of-body experience it was very bizarre not like any talks i've done before um i don't know like you said if it was the setup you knew you had to stay on this this red dot um, I then, as I stood up there, realized in front of me is the gangway, which means I have to turn this way and I have to turn that way. Um, so then I'm like, I don't want to look, I'm watching a tennis match. So how do I make that look natural? Um, and by that point, I just thought whatever comes out of my mouth will come out of my mouth. But it just felt 
really strange. Um, it, it came out, I, I always feel it, you always look at something, I, I do and feel, yeah, it could have been better. Um, I think it just felt, I, I was almost, um, what's the word? Uh, not disengaged, but um, disassociated a little bit from it. Um, and I was just there and it was, the, the stuff was just coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was unreal, very, very unusual experience. And I, I believe that's because I had put so, so much pressure on myself that this had to be good. But I didn't really know what that good looked like anyway. Um, yeah. And so, um, so afterwards you finished the talk, did you go straight into self-analysis after that? Or how, how did you, how were you after the talk? Um, I don't know if you remember, I actually had a bit of a break. I started crying. <laughs> Um, what was good during it was people were nodding and I was like, right, this is whatever's coming out is making sense. People are getting it. So that was great. So coming off stage, I thought, right, it, it landed with people. They, they understood the message. They got the message. Um, but I think I'd carried so much stress and tension over it. It was almost like this huge release and I got off and I felt really, I actually felt my voice cracking during the talk as well. Um, and for no particular reason, it was at random places. Um, yeah, so um, when I came off stage, it, I think it all just had to release. I just started crying. Um, but after that, when I sort of composed myself, um, I was still questioning how well it had gone. I wasn't 100%. I would have needed to see that video to, to determine that. And so, of course, the way that uh, TED works is that, you know, you don't get to see the video. You know, the video mm. go to TED. TED have to then uh, judge it. <laughs> review it whatever you want to say so of course there was a period of time um this was 13th of december that we did the events you know mm -hmm. obviously the guys who'd done the filming um rebecca who'd done the filming that rap she she then had to get those all those videos to me and in the end of course i decided that we would have 20 speakers not 12 so there's a lot of work for her to do so post christmas i got the videos and then i'm you know we're topping and tailing them. Uh, we can't change the videos at all. We can't edit it. We can't do anything with it other than send it to Ted. Um, and then, of course, you know, I'm saying, right, okay, the videos have gone to Ted and we now, now it's a waiting game, you know. They're going to have a lot of videos from the women events that have been done around the world. So we just have to wait and see. And actually, I was really super impressed with Ted because they got, you know, the first batch of videos that were approved started to come through, didn't they? And we created this WhatsApp group for the TEDx Amy Talk mm. Women. And like, it was like, oh my God, I think Caroline was one of the, one of the ones who was sort of on, on alert. She was like, Leila, your videos up. Leila, your videos up. You need to, you know. And, and then at that stage, you've, you've seen that your videos up. You go to YouTube and you're looking at it. How, how are you feeling at this stage? Well, so that day, if you remember, we're actually at a training event. Oh yeah, we were, I remember. Uh, so um, you told me that it had come through and it had been approved um and because a part of me still questioned whether it would get approved for no particular rational reason but it's just that that in the dialogue we have um and then you said it had been approved um and that was probably before lunchtime that day um it wasn't until i was a i'd gotten into bed that night that i was able to actually sit and watch it back um that's not because i was too busy that was because i chose i wasn't ready to sit and watch it back um i don't generally like watching myself on camera anyway 
um yeah and I was just like oh my god like what is this going to be like so again it was that whole feeling of I'm excited oh my god it's gotten approved it's going to get out there people are going to see I've done a TEDx um at the same time I was like is it good enough um, am I good enough um yeah and to be fair when I watched it back I was like yeah it's better than I thought <laughs> surprise in your mind it was going to be a disaster I was like it wasn't a disaster it was brilliant you held your own you did your message you got your message out there and I, and I know what you mean about this kind of out of body experience because I've had that as a speaker myself you know back in the in the day where it's like whereas now it's a different kind of experience I have because it's still kind of out of body because I can never remember whatever I've said you know it kind of just comes through you um you know we were taught weren't we you know don't practice don't practice to the within an inch of the presentation practice before then turn up go on empty and whatever comes out will come out and, and that mm. definitely happened there and it was it, it was great so that was really interesting that you didn't you didn't look at it until the evening didn't mm. um so now TEDx talk, talk is up there uh, what was the title of your talk again it was um invisible to visible why hard work is never enough yeah good so we will put a link in in this post of course for everyone to be able to see it even more people to see you so that you're not invisible, of course, and you can help other people. So what have been the positives since the TEDx, uh, Amy Top Women? Um, for you? I think for me, the positives have been, for me, the, the pride and the sense of achievement that I've done it, because I was that close to pulling out, um, and I would have been kicking myself, I know. Yeah. So it, it, it comes back to that old saying of, of what's the worst that could happen? just just do it um so that's the first thing i think one of the other things is the ability to be able to share that message i've had people um messaging me and, and, and calling me to tell me how good it is um in fact one family member that i spoke to a couple of weeks ago said yeah we've all watched it this is in a different country and they said yeah we've all watched it and actually it's better than we thought it was going to be but, okay. Thank you. Uh, but this is family and again they don't necessarily know all of what I do either um so that was that felt really good to hear that um I think there are people who will perhaps see me in a different light based on some of the comments in a positive light but just different from the person that they know um and then I think credibility as well in terms of the message that I'm getting out there and what I'm doing within my business. So, you know, you know, empowering other people to, to step up, to speak up, to show up, um, to be more visible in the workplace, because for me, that was my biggest learning. And that's the message I want to get across, even up to, um, there was an event I was at last year where a lady put her hand up and she said, um, the event was about um, women on boards. And, um, so it was a panel, it was a panel discussion and she asked a question at the end and she lit, she broke down and she said, I've been in the same company for 30 something years. I've been made redundant. Um, and I don't know what to do. I worked really, really hard. I've done well, but now I don't know what to do. She said, this is the first time I've come to an event like this. I've never networked. I don't even know how to network. And you know, it, it's, there are people out there like that who are even younger you know um you should be already working 30 something years but there's people who are starting out who, who don't know what to do so um 
I think it is important to get that message out there. So I'm just really pleased that more people, you know, I've had some great messages back from people as well. Um, you said that it's, it's really kind of almost given them a little kick to go and take action. Yeah, good. And that's all I want. Yeah, and that, that's the whole concept, you know, behind TED, which is, you know, great ideas to share um, to help other people, of course. And, and so I, I want to say thank you to you because actually by being open and, and you know, and, and being a little bit vulnerable and being honest about how you felt, you know, some people just watching the video in isolation without this kind of journey to TED would just go, well, yeah, of course, you know, she talks about being seen and, you know, that's what she does. And so it'll have been easy for her. So I really want to say thank you so much for being open because, you know, I think people see you when you're on stage, they think, you know, it's all sorted, everything's great, you know what I mean, you've got no, no, no worries about it. Um, so, you know, if anybody out there, you know, was looking to think about doing a TED, you know, TEDx talk, mm -hmm. uh, what would you say to them knowing what you know now? If you get that opportunity, absolutely grab it. You know, what is the worst that can happen? If nothing else, you get that experience, you know, Good stuff. Lovely. Thank you so much for uh, sharing with us today and chatting with us today. And of course, we're going to put the link up to your talk so more people can see it. And uh, obviously, if uh, someone wants to contact you, we'll put their detail, your details in the post as well. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carol. Great to talk to you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.